Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan live session uh, for today, Friday, the 21st of April. Um, you're all very welcome. Good to have you with us. Um, just to let you know that this session is really about being prepared for today's trading opportunities. So it is where we do our large amount of our analysis um, from a fundamental sentiment and also from a technical perspective. And then we put together our trade plan and uh, we look to try and execute that. Now, yesterday was a particularly um, predictable trading day, uh, we would say. We've had certain conditions over the, over the, the four or five days prior to yesterday. And we anticipated yesterday would follow the same pathway. And uh, that's exactly unfortunately what what happened um so we go in and explain a little bit more detail so good morning to you guys good to have you with us please see our wish warning currently up on screen um okay so um all profitable traders they need to consider which markets to trade you know trade selection really important trade entries exits um where are we looking to get in and out of these markets from a a high probability perspective. Uh, how do we look to manage risk? Um, hopefully prior to entry, trade management as well, and trading psychology. All very important features really in their own right. Um, each of them will impact your, your ability to generate consistent profits um, quite significantly. So each area really worth looking at. And we address these considerations live every day in our trade room, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use disciplined and of course be patient as well yesterday was a really good example of our need to be patient uh, let's start with a, with a review of potential market moving news then so so um we didn't have a huge amount of driving markets this week and i think it's pretty much the same um sort of backdrop um what we did get was uh, slightly slightly encouraging uh unemployment claims in the US. And when I say encouraging, it's pushing higher. Um, and we were talking yesterday about, you know, bad news on the employment front is good news for for equity markets potentially. And it's coming in, you know, we had a bit of an uptick, we're expecting 240,000 unemployment claims, we saw 245, obviously 5000 more than what was expected. Um, just a, a tiny increase on, on expectations. And even the ex, the expected number could raise could rise an awful lot higher than 240. We could easily get up to 300,000, 350, 400,000 uh, know, once this uh, recession begins to take hold. So we're, we're okay. We're, we're making steps in terms of unemployment claims. Um, now the attention would focus to like non-farm payroll numbers, 
And um, as we know, just a couple of weeks ago, that took a leg to the downside from 3.6 to 3.5. So we've got a very, very sticky jobs market. This doesn't actually, you know, confirm to the markets that, right, of course, we're... So we did say, well, we got this number, we'd expect a bit of a bit of buying to creep in. And we saw that buying creep in over, over a few hours, over a few hours. So, and unfortunately that, that just, uh, that was just a, a pullback. Let me show you what that, what that looked like. If we look at the S and P, for example, uh, on the 15 minute time frame, this is what that, um, I know it was down here, wasn't it? I think, uh, yeah. So we basically, um, pulled back for the majority of the afternoon before we took this really strong leg to the downside and we retraced, you know, 50, 60% of that as well. So our bias is definitely to the downside. Um, if we zoom out of this market, you can see, you can see the problems from a technical perspective. We get long periods of kind of grinding price action followed by a very sort of swift correction. And we can go back to, to this sort of zone in here. You know, this has been going on for <clears throat> for a little while now. Um, we're just trading higher and lower above these sort of center lines. Um, even yesterday, we traded above and below it three or four times. So um, now we're down at these lower levels. Our overall bias is to the downside. Um, we've probably got, we'd probably expect to break out of this level here. We'd probably expect these markets to push back into these. You see, the thing is our bias is very much uh, to the downside for these equity markets. It's that rollover off the highs. The problem is the price action over this period of time has been, has been beyond painful. You know, this is what these markets are generally sort of trading within this pretty tight range. And this is go this goes back to kind of early April. Um, so we've had no very little, well, it goes back to the end of end of March, really, but we've had no productive sort of price action. Um, but, you know, as you know, we've tried to sell this a couple of times. I think there was a buy trade back up here where we thought we'd get some extension up to these high levels. That didn't happen. False breakouts. Excuse me. False breakouts across the board um, to the upside and to the downside. Um, and it just make it for a very frustrating environment because we're trying to establish whether there's uh, whether we have risk on market sentiment or, or risk off, it's very difficult to tell. Um, there is a bias, as you can see, to the downside. It's just not particularly um, meaningful. Uh, we've had a couple of major pullback yesterday as well. It's the NASDAQ. We're just trading up at these highs. So what we would expect from markets like this, if we know that this market has been trading inside this little range, uh, we'd be looking for either the, the breakout to the downside of this range or the, the continuation trade to the upside because the previous price action has been coming from, from bottom left to top right. So how do we interpret it? We're in a little bit of indecision. Um, there's the uh, 
There's the FTSE. Our bias is to the downside. It does look like there is a, a bit of an appetite for, for some selling. All we've done is bounce stuff to weekly highs uh, in the DAX. Same situation for the for the Nikkei. So what it shows is with all of these markets that there is, you know, the propensity for a, a decent corrective move or a sell trade. It's just the intraday erratic price action is uh, is a bit off putting because it it's uh, it's it's a, it's a small grinding game followed by a pretty sharp pullback and that's a pattern that we've seen now for a, a good few weeks and when you see these patterns you you know if you get into it and you have a realistic sort of 40 50 pip stop loss but the range is only 20 25 pips or 30 pips um it just means you're more likely to get stopped out um and, you know we want to be able to identify that Bitcoin is rolling over to the downside, as you can see. Uh, looking at commodities then, at gold. So we, we do have the the basis really of a risk off uh, market condition. There's a bit of strength coming into the dollar again. So at least today we've got marginally coherent conditions. Uh, and I think we, we do have to put that caveat in there that this is um, yesterday. We, we didn't have coherent markets at all. They were all over the place. Um, a slightly sort of confusing element would be the bond markets. Um, if you look at the two year, for example, if these bond markets push lower, we'd probably have a little bit of upside price action in mind. So it is ticking lower and we'd look for You know, bond yields down, uh, indices up, bond yields up, indices down. That's the general idea. Um, we're not really getting that. So we do have some aspects of these markets which are a little bit kind of puzzling. Um, nice corrective move in oil. Um, this was in line with our expectations and we've, we're pretty much looking to close that gap and that's what that's what this move represents it's a it's a viable attempt to uh to close the gap now we didn't personally get into this this sell trade but i know a few of you did um so but we'd be looking to book in profit around these kind of lower levels it's probably got a little bit more downside in it um certainly we can take this this little high in here in around the 76 dollars would be the place to take profit um the reason being is if we find some support around this level we'd be looking for the buy trade next um so again these markets are not are not easy to to, to trade uh, and easy to identify where the moves are are likely to come if you were in this little sideways moving pattern here so do we get a proper corrective move today it is a tough call because we don't really have out and out conviction so a bit of softening yesterday um the yen has has kind of corrected uh, a little bit 
So that proved to be a decent trade because we kept saying when capital was coming out of the equity markets yesterday, where is it going? We had no visible signs. Um, but eventually that, that capital went into the yen. We saw a bit of yen upside, plus the dollar benefited a little bit eventually. So yesterday, pure indecision. Today, it's looking like the dollar strength trade is, is back with a vengeance. So the yen is stronger. So we probably have more of a focus maybe on the yen. Um, the dollar Swiss is... So we couldn't really get into the dollar to any great extent. Um, oil is, is taking that strong roll to the downside. So we're getting, uh, we're getting further upside of the dollar CAD. The Aussie dollar is taking that strong roll to the downside. So there's definite um, dollar strength in these markets. So we are certainly a little bit more coherent than we were yesterday. That's the only good news. Uh, and today, from a news perspective, we've got just a series of manufacturing and services PMIs and numbers. So we're going to see how these markets perform in line with expectations. Um, below 50 represents contraction, above 50 represents expansion. So you can see, like for the French economy, for example, services uh, look like they're going to expand nicely um, or they're in a, a, a period of expansion. But you can see the manufacturing is, is, is contracting to the same degree. And you can see that across the board. So German um, contracting, manufacturing, expanding services on a European front, same analysis really. In the UK, manufacturing, contracting, services, um, expanding, and then in the US as well. Uh, by a lesser degree, we have manufacturing, contracting, and services expanding. So that's the narrative that we would um, and this services is what's causing a little bit of sort of concern on the inflation side because we've had with a contracting manufacturing base we've had prices come down excuse me uh with the server on the services side prices are still pretty pretty hot so um so look we do have the good news is we've got a little bit more of a coherent uh market backdrop to a certain degree. We don't have the bond yields, you know, in our favor at all. Um, uh, Puff, that's excellent news. Yeah, we were a bit concerned, weren't we, yesterday about that dollar CAD trade. And, you know, the dollar only turned strong over the course of the day. Um, and you could see a lot of the weakness in, in, the, in the oil. And that's a good point, actually, because yesterday's, that's something we forgot to discuss is that yesterday's only identifiable trade for us yesterday was US oil to the downside. So now we're close to 76.50. Um, and that's another reason not to trade the dollar CAD because um, the Canadian dollar's main export is is, is oil. And if that um, if that's coming down, it'll have more of an impact on the CAD perhaps than, than other currencies. Um, so yeah it, it kind of all did fit together so you did really well to um to get out of that and uh, you covered with the with the pound yen uh in your bag some some profits that's exactly what it's all about so let's let's amend this guys uh we'll just switch rooms now in just a couple of minutes
Uh, very well done there, Path. Um, so again, we've still got low volume in these markets, um, relative low volume, and it does cause a bit of a problem. We've come off these little peaks, and now we're at these, you know, significant lows. This is on a daily time frame as well, and the volume has really come out of these markets, and it just makes. Um, what what we're seeing with these sharp pullback is um, is probably your trading bots and your uh, your automated trading systems just kicking in with a series of kind of buy trades going against the uh, the the overall momentum. So you get long periods of kind of grinding price action lower, and then you get short periods of just explosive pullback. And that looks like it's more of an automated, you're exposed to this a little bit more when you do trade um, lower volume. Um, so markets are still, there's aspects of them which are mixed. We do have quite choppy, low volume market conditions. Um, could we add in... mild uh risk off so if we put in that caveat this is really just the context this is just giving you a summary if we if we say that yes these markets are quite mixed um uh they're they're kind of choppy in nature and they're, they're low volume driven markets it, it should hopefully present a little bit of understanding and we can assess and readdress uh, our expectations and things of that nature so if we just said they are still mixed to a certain degree, um, but there is this mild risk off tendency, but they are quite choppy and they are low volume. So limited high probability trade setups currently, that's that was our opinion. Um, so let's put our trade plan together then. Uh, we're not looking for too much lower moves uh, across the oil now. We'd actually, that was the sell trade yesterday. We were actually looking for the buy trade at this lower price. That, that would interest us. Um, okay, so, so. But we don't have a huge amount. But normally we like to just cherry pick, you know, three or four opportunities and say, this is what we're looking to trade. We don't really have that as such because we do have this sort of quite mixed, confusing, indecisive backdrop. And as a result, we kind of want to be tentative. We do realize we've got all these manufacturing and services numbers. Um, they're not likely to improve the conditions or improve the picture in any great extent. We might get a bit of softening, we might get a bit of weakening off the back of uh, perhaps manufacturing figure that comes in perhaps lower than expected or maybe even higher than expected for that reason. Um, so
Okay, so so we have to use the word potential because um, you know we're not really that comfortable with these market conditions at the moment. So um, we are, of course, as a result, quite uh, conservative. Um, we're not throwing lots of trades at the wall to see, you know, how and where we will benefit. Um, so our trade frequency is down. Uh, also, our trade size is down as well. Um, we're not, we're not out, you know, we're not that aggressive in these markets as things currently stand. Uh, okay, guys, so look, we'll wrap it up there. Our market summary is, I suppose, mixed with a bit of potential. I think that's probably the way to put it. So market summary is very sort of mixed in areas. Um, however, there's this mild risk off trade coming through. Uh, they are choppy in nature, so we, we, we can drift in a direction for a period of time and then we can get these little um, really volatile short periods of, of often pullback um, price action. Uh, and that we're, we're, we're quite low volume driven and, and that just means that these markets are, are exposed to a little bit more manipulation than normal. So what are people doing with their money? Well, it's difficult to see, but there is the potential for um, that risk off trade that uh, indices money to come out of risk. You know, they don't seem to be too comfortable with it. Um, so as a result, where is that capital moving to? We, we just identify potentially further um, yen strength and potentially uh, further um, dollar strength, basically building on yesterday's strength, which eventually came through. Great stuff, guys. On that note, um, let's wrap it up. Um, we're, we're, we're kind of drifting from, from narrative to narrative, and you can really pick your um, the narrative that you want to focus on. We just want most of these markets to behave in line with expectations. The, the big outlier in a minute would be uh, US bond yields. Um, they're actually kind of softening, creating a potentially an upside move, but they're selling off um, with, uh, with bond yields lower up squeezing lower since yesterday um, but we do have that commodity move to the downside so there's aspects of this sort of risk off narrative feeding through but how, how prevalent will it be we're not too sure um great stuff on that note guys thanks so much for joining us we appreciate it um thanks uh just to let you know we do trade these markets live from 8 a.m and again at 12 45 p.m uk time for the european and us trading session so if you want to join us for that very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to the livetradium.com and we'll see if we can help you navigate these markets, which are quite challenging, are quite tricky at the minute. So it's really important you kind of be, be mindful of that. Great stuff, guys. On that note, listen, take care. We look forward to, um, well, enjoy the weekend if we don't see you. But uh, those of you that want to join us for the trading session, very welcome to do so. We'll be, uh, we'll be in the other room now in just a few seconds. Great stuff, guys. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.